Welcome to the Christmas Story episode of Harkening Deer. This is the third and final chapter in this Advent series. If you haven't already, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give a star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who already have. If the Meditations of the Harkening Deer podcast is a ministry you would like to support, you can do so at patreon.com slash hearkeningdeer. Let us begin with our facilitation of accommodating recommendations for meditation, otherwise known as our farms. Farm number one, no judgment. There is no such thing as a failed meditation session. Any attempt at contemplation, no matter how short or distracted, is a positive experience. Often we can be so focused on being productive that we forget to make time and give ourselves space and grace to just be. Remember that everyone's mind will wander, especially at first. If you have a distracting thought, simply see it and let it go. Meditation is not about what we are or are not getting accomplished. Do not worry about whether you are doing it right. There is no wrong way to meditate. It is a time to be contemplative, affirmed, inspired, and refreshed. That, in and of itself, is productive. So no judgment. Farm number two. Be still. In body, mind, and spirit. As much as you can, find a quiet space free of distractions. I encourage you to close your eyes and quiet your mind. Get comfortable. As much as you can, find a position you can remain in for the duration of the meditation with as little movement as possible. Be still. And farm number three, posture yourself toward peace and loving kindness. Let go of any negative thought or emotion toward yourself or another. If any negative thoughts or feelings pop into your head or heart while we are meditating. Simply see them and let them go. I encourage you to embrace a heart and mindset of peace and loving kindness. This episode we will be doing things a bit differently than usual. Instead of reading a short passage and reflecting upon it, I will simply be telling the Christmas story. I have taken elements from a few different translations of the Bible, and at times have paraphrased in my own words. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, was born. 
his mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. And God sent the angel Gabriel to Mary, who lived in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, you who are favored. The Lord is with you. Confused and a little frightened, Mary wondered what the angel could mean by that. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Thus the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People say she is barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month of pregnancy, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Now when Joseph saw that Mary was pregnant before they were married, and because he was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, he decided to break off the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. The child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you will name him Jesus, for he will save his people. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took Mary as his wife. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took Mary, his fiancée, with him, who was now visibly pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for Mary to give birth, 
and she gave birth to her firstborn child, a son, in a stable, because there was no lodging available for them in the inn. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger. And they gave him the name Jesus, which means God saves, as the angels had foretold. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, the angel said. I bring you good news that will be a great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Christ and Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will know it is him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward all humankind. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward all humankind. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem, let's see what has happened. Let's see what the Lord has told us about. Then they hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby, lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things treasured in her heart and meditated on them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. About that time, some wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem, asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Behold, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the kingdom shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward all humankind.